Friday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Apollo 13 Minute, a show where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of probably the greatest space history movie ever made, the 1995 Ron Howard directed feature, Apollo 13. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane. Chris Henry is on assignment, so I'm kind of flying solo here today. But uh, we're actually going to be going back to uh, something we did earlier this week, listening to the actual uh, Apollo 13 uh, transmissions that were made you know, direct from uh, from Aquarius and Odyssey to uh, Mission Control and uh, Capcom Jack Lausma. Uh, it's not that much different from the movie. I mean, the movie kind of compresses activities and leaves out uh, a certain amount of things, but it's fascinating to hear how close uh, a lot of the uh, actual uh, script came from the, the Apollo 13 mission itself. Uh, one of the first ones we're going to start with is listening to both Fred Hayes and uh, Jim Lovell uh, discussing how to null out the rates and how difficult it is to uh, keep the lunar module and the command and service modules uh, aligned properly while uh, the ship may be venting uh, you know, gas from, from its uh, service module. Let's listen to that clip right now. Why the hell are we maneuvering at all now? Are we still venting? Well, we're, we're at home for one thing. I mean, we're at a bit of impulse. No, I mean, why can't you know I'm out somewhere? I, I, every time I try to, uh, I can't take that dog on roll up. I gotta wait till I get around to the belly band. Wait a minute. Do you, uh, do you fight roll by uh, using the uh, TTCA left right? That's what you need to play with. Okay, we'll try that. Let me get around, though. Let's roll. Let me let's, let's roll all the way. Yeah, you can't let it roll all the way. Can I know, you? I know. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so it's upside down at least, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, shall I ask him what the return time on that one is? Are you interested? Let's get the first thing first. Okay, a couple of things to unpack from that particular uh, audio. For one thing, uh, there's a bit of a feedback sound, that, that kind of screechy noise. That isn't being caused by open mics. What that's being caused by is while the uh, command and service modules and the lunar module are heading toward the moon, uh, right behind them is the, uh, the Saturn S-4B uh, uh, third stage uh, that's, uh, that has an instrument unit. It's a, a large computer, navigational computer that is steering the ship, steering the S-4B toward an impact point on the moon so that it can set off, as we talked about earlier, the seismic uh, detectors that are that are already on the moon from Apollo 11 and Apollo 12. And they just want to be able to do some, basically uh, ringing the moon like a bell, and this will be the clapper to that bell. The problem being, since they're all aligned the same way, uh, and uh, with NASA trying to minimize the cost of extra radios, the instrument unit, the IU on the on the third stage, and the lunar module both have the same transmitting frequency. So while we're getting uh, transmissions from the lunar module, which wasn't supposed to be turned on for a whole nother day after the, uh, the S-4B had impacted on the moon, they're 
there's a lot of crosstalk there. That's why that, that's why we get that feedback sound at the beginning of the, of the transmission there that we're listening to. When they're trying to uh, get a, a mission timer set up on the on the computer, uh, Jack Lausman, this next clip is going to inform them that they can't because the IU is still broadcasting and there's a there's a problem with uh, uh, trying to get it set up that way. So he's going to recommend an alternate way so they can get their mission timer up and running on the uh, lunar module. So let's listen to that piece next. Arcarius Houston, uh, we got, we got we're not going to be able to uh, uplake you a time uh, because of uh, the IU. And uh, we have a uh, frequency uh, problem there. But what I'd like to do is uh, give you a time to set up on your mission timer and give you a mark, and then you can uh, put it into the disk from there. Over. Okay, standby. Wait a minute, why do we need a mission timer right now anyway? I mean, that bad, they tell us. Well, I'd rather have a timer going so that we, then we're going to put the disc key. Do we shut down the mission timer? Oh, is that what he wants to do? Yeah. As we're listening to them, you'll notice that Jim Lovell and Fred Hayes are talking to each other, and we're hearing them, which normally isn't the way to do it. What What's happened is, is they've accidentally set their microphones on Vox, which is... Uh, it's on all the time. It picks up whenever they start talking. It starts. It starts transmitting what they're saying. Uh, they don't have to push a microphone button to talk to Houston. Uh, they don't realize this, so they're rather free with their conversations. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit of a uh, problem with some salty language that's going to be coming down in our next uh, uh, big thing here. Uh, what uh, Jack Lausman is going to try and do is, uh, as they're setting up the mission timer uh, on the on the lunar module. Uh, mission controls come up with a better way to set up the mission timer. What they're going to do is tell them to enter in the in the disky, uh, their their display uh, system for their computer, uh, put in some commands that will uh, activate activate the ability for mission control to send up telemetry to set the remote uh, set the timer remotely. So uh, we're going to be uh, hearing hearing that going on right now, and uh, you also hear just a little bit of uh, sharp language between. Uh, Fred, Fredo, and uh, Jim Lovell as they're still trying to uh, adjust uh, the correct attitude for things. So uh, let's listen to this next part. Okay, Fredo, how do I get the mission timer up? I got the mission timer cranked in. You got it on? I got the mission timer trigger breaker in. Okay, we're going to probably need numerics, Whitey. There you go. You got it. Uh, Aquarius Houston, I think we've got a better way of uh, getting your mission time up. Go ahead with it. Okay, we can do a verb 55 enter. And then put an R1. Minus 00088. And R2. Minus 000. Five niner. R three minus zero three two seven four. What's the proper attitude? We're okay. God damn! I wish you'd get to something I know. <laughs> well, since we get over here, we'll stop it with the TTCA. Okay. And uh, Aquarius Houston, uh, we've got you both on box. Like to go what? Go 
we have you on Vox. Uh, we're reading you loud and clear, and uh, the clock took good. The idea that they're reading them loud and clear was a Jack Subtle way of saying, yeah, we're hearing everything you're saying, uh, the good and the bad, and remember, there's millions of people listening to you on your way to the moon. <laughs> so it was very subtle, but they, they caught up with what you know turning off the Vox. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's the first three. The, the next thing was after after this is all has all settled down, the minimum return time that uh, the, the guidance people could come up with and the flight dynamics officer could come up with uh, was that it would take 133 hours for them to return their current uh, speed if they did the uh, burn correctly with the descent engine, the DPS, the, the the descent propulsion system burn that they were expecting at 79 hours in the mission elapsed time. And uh, that would put them down in the Atlantic Ocean. They were expecting to land in the mid-Pacific, but at the time they were uh, they were setting up these things, it looked like the turnaround time would put them somewhere in the Atlantic. Now, there will be additional problems with an Atlantic uh, landing because the, the, you know, the, the recovery team is all set in the Pacific. There's, a, there's an emergency uh, team in the Atlantic, but the one they want, really wanted to go for is in the Pacific. Um, we're going to talk about later on, uh, there's also a rather deadly payload uh, stored in the lunar module, and they've got to figure out how to protect uh, everybody on Earth from being exposed to this rather deadly cargo. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a future episode. Uh, but let's, uh, let's listen here to the, uh, as they discuss the return time for when they're coming in, and uh, I think Hayes, uh, Fredo Hayes is a little bit surprised as to where they're going to be landing. So let's listen to that last piece right here. And... Uh... Jack Aquarius, uh, what kind of return time does this uh, maneuver give us? That puts you uh, back in the water at uh, 133 hours. 133, eh? Firm. And uh, that's an Atlantic landing site. Atlantic landing? Affirmative. Uh, that's the pad that uh, we've given you, but... Uh, we may change our mind uh, later on. We want you to have this info for now. And that's a minimum okay. Minimum time return. So as we've been saying for weeks now, as as the movie goes, I mean, they've had to add a little bit more drama to it and make you know, move, move words around and change things and compress time. But it really is surprising, is, uh, to me at least, how closely uh, they follow the actual voice transmissions coming from Apollo 13. It really isn't too far of a straying to uh, to the way that they, they talk. It was a lot lot calmer, at least. It sounds more calm over the audio. But uh, there is enough enough drama to go around to figure out where they're going to land and how they're going to get back all, all right, because that's that's all still in the works. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's all we have for this week. Uh, Chris, hopefully, will be back with us uh, next week. And uh, we have a lot more exciting guests coming uh, in, in the near future. So please uh, stay tuned. Uh, if you haven't heard uh, previous episodes of this and you've got 64 previous episodes to catch up with, uh, go to our big website. It's uh, Apollo13minute.com. Uh, that's Apollo13minute.com. Uh, or you can find us, as always, on iTunes or on uh, Google Play. Uh, just uh, type in Apollo13minute, then uh, click subscribe, and you can uh, get us hot and fresh every Monday through Friday. Uh, right, ready, ready to go and, and something for you to listen to on your way to work or while you're on the treadmill or just sitting around and having nothing else to to do but want to hear some some good space talk if you'd like to talk back with us by the way in uh, in a digital format we're available on all the social media uh, you can find us on twitter at apollo 13 minute or on facebook at the apollo 13 minute mission control 
Uh, it looks like we're coming up for loss of signal in about 30 seconds. So we will see you here next week. Have a great weekend uh, here on the Apollo 13 Minute.